The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. This is the WGNS Action Line, talking with Rutherford County newsmakers about what matters most to you. Now your host, Scott Walker. Right now that time, 8.17, you're tuned to WGNS. On this Friday morning, today is the 10th of June, and in studio with us this morning, we have David Estes with Parks Realty. David, how are you this morning? I'm doing great. How are you, Scott? I'm good. I'm good. Nice weather out there, too. It feels good outside. Good weather to buy a house today, <laughs> Great. It's always a good time to buy a house. <laughs> so, so what is happening in the market? Because it has been kind of crazy over the last what 12 to 24 months or longer the last uh the last year it's been been kind of nuts on the market but uh i think things are starting to change a little bit but it's not a a bust it's just a leveling out i I know if you would pull that mic a little closer to you i I know a lot of people they listed their house this year thinking well man I, i can get more for it now than i ever been able to get for it in the past i'm gonna sell it and then after they sell, they start thinking, well, what am I going to do now? I didn't really think this one through. Yeah, where are you going to go? Yeah, that's the the big thing is if you sell, you are going to make a good profit on it. Um, but then you're going to turn around and put it back into the new one. And you're going to be at a higher interest rate. Yeah, and I, I guess when you put that money back into your newer house, the, the houses these days, the cost of them a lot higher than they used to be so if you i guess walk away with three hundred thousand dollar in profit for a house that you originally paid let's say three hundred thousand for it sounds great on paper until you go out there and start looking at the cost of houses and you're not going to be able to buy probably the, the same size house you had before at least not at a price where you can, I don't know, pay the monthly mortgage the same way that you may have in the past. Yeah, in Rutherford <laughs> County, our um, per foot price for May averaged two twenty one a foot. Man, so it's it's way up. Like you said, you're gonna sell, make a really tidy profit, but then you're gonna either put it back into the new one or uh, borrow money at five percent. Yeah, so if you if you end up borrowing money for this house that's more expensive, but yet you're able to put more down, I don't know, your monthly payment's either going to be about the same as it was before or quite a bit higher, yeah, depending could, on what you were go up. Um The other thing would be, uh, you know, a lot of people will sell and pay off a lot of their bills and then only have a house payment when they go into that new house. But the scary thing is, if they only have a house payment going into that new house, and they paid seven hundred grand for that new house, whereas their last house was three fifty, <laughs> I don't know that that's going to be a smart decision. Well, it just depends. You know, a lot of people base their decisions strictly on payments. You know, how much am I paying a month, and how much am I making a month? Um, whether that's a good idea or not, I don't know. That it doesn't seem like the smartest idea. Yeah. Yeah, we're. I think we're going to see a lot more people in the five hundred to eight hundred thousand range are going to be uh, staying put. 
yeah. I think we'll start seeing them because they just don't want to to move out of that. And then, of course, everything under 500 right now, we still have big hedge funds in Wall Street that's coming in and buying those houses and turning them into rentals. So a lot of there's uh, estimates that it could be as much as 30 to 35 percent of homes are being gobbled up by large companies like that you know in the past i always was under the impression that it's not as wise of a decision to buy a single family home then turn around to rent it out it makes more sense to buy a duplex a triplex a quadruplex or you know something along those lines as opposed to a single family home to rent out to somebody if you're planning on being a landlord um has that thought process changed a little bit over the years I think so. I mean, we have a, there's a lot of single family homes. It's a good investment because the the value keeps climbing on the single family homes, um, and you just don't see a whole lot of duplexes or triplexes uh, that come available for sale. I, I know some zoning ordinances changed over the years because you used to see more duplexes than you do now in the downtown Murfreesboro area on places like North Spring, Maple Street, Church Street. Uh, but you, you're not seeing that anymore. And you, I don't think you can go in and build a new one, can you, anymore in those areas? Yeah, it's it's really hard to find the zoning to where you could do those type of things, you know, duplex, triplex. Um, and then a lot of the people that are around you in the residential neighborhoods, you know, they fight against it. They don't they don't want duplexes and triplexes. What, what's hard for me to imagine is how the prices have changed over the last three and four years. I, I mean, I was looking at some prices from 2019 on a few homes that are listed right now for sale, some of which just sold. And in 2019, the same house that sold for around 330000 now selling for 559000 It is. It's uh, pretty wild. Let me look, see if I have the... Looks like we're up about 33% compared to last year. So wow. in the last couple of years, we've seen a really huge jump because there's no inventory available. Now, are people still required to put down around 20%? Is that what a lot of banks are? Is that what a lot of your clients are, are telling you? Is it around 20% still? Uh, as far as... Uh, buying your first house you can get in conventional is about five percent down fha is about three percent down uh, so twenty percent would only apply to investment type properties okay so that five percent man that the, the 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 thing that gets you though is when you put five percent down on a house that's uh two hundred thousand dollars that's you know you can do that 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 right. makes sense you can save up that amount to put down five percent but when you're talking about putting down five percent on a four hundred thousand dollar house it gets a little more pricey and harder to do for first-time buyers yeah especially five hundred thousand six hundred thousand which is the normal average price in rutherford county now is what we're seeing in the fives and sixes so i mean you're talking $25,000 down, not counting your closing costs that you're going to have to put down. So what are we looking at right now in Rutherford County as far as how many homes are available and how fast are these homes selling right now? Well, we've got uh, for sale. Now, I just did the Rutherford County because 
I thought that'd be interesting to look at, but looks like we have about 638, 658 homes. That are currently listed right currently now. Currently listed. Um, and, and then how fast are most homes selling these days? We're pending those. And I always like to look at the pending because that tells you what's went under contract versus the closed. Um, but we're at about 668 pendings. Oh, okay, wait, wait a second here. So the inventory is around 600 something and then the uh, number pending is around 600 something as well right so that's how fast when you look at the pendings usually that's closing within 30 to 45 days so that's how fast that inventory is rolling off the market so in other words things are being sold or at least becoming under contract almost the second they hit the market right right well and you know our months of inventory based on pending sales um, in April was 0. 0.8, uh, 0. 0.8 months, and now it's went up to one month of inventory. So it has gone up, and so a lot of people think, hey, you know, there's more homes for sale, and there is, but you're talking about going from 0. 0.8 to one month. And regardless, the same problem still exists, and that is... The minute a home is put on the market, it is under contract, it seems like, or sounds like, within two weeks or less in a lot of cases. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, they're selling as fast as we, we still put them on. It's just, it may not be as crazy to where we listed, you know, just a month ago, you'd list one, you'd have 20 offers by Monday if you put it on Friday. Well, now you may only have two or three offers come in over the weekend. So if, if, you know, we go back, let's say 10 years ago, there used to be however many homes were on the market, but you would have, you know, five, six, maybe even 20 that literally sat there for sale for six months or longer. And it was because they needed to be fixed up, needed new carpet, needed new paint, usually nothing big, but it was enough to make buyers say, well, I don't really want a project. I don't want to have to do all this stuff. What do those types of homes look like today, and how fast are those homes selling? Uh, the fix-up homes are selling pretty quick, too. So now what we are seeing are the buyers are getting a little bit more picky about, you know, hey, this thing needs carpet. Um, you know, all your offers were no inspection, and now we're starting to see buyers say, hey, look, I want an inspection, and I want some things fixed. So it's a it's a small shift it's like a big giant ship that you're going through the water in and you're trying to to turn and by the time that turns it's too late you know you've missed the mark as far as yeah don't produce you know don't build anything um but we are seeing builders uh, start to start to pull back a little bit nationally now if a home is sold without an inspection if a buyer comes in and they buy it without an inspection being done wouldn't that have to be a cash deal because don't most banks require that inspection well the banks don't require the home inspection they only require the appraisal and the appraiser is not going to inspect too thoroughly that's not his job um, as far as the home inspection that's just for the the buyer's peace of mind so okay. so a lot of times i always recommend getting a home inspection I'm not going to have, I would never buy a house without getting one, so I'm not going to tell anybody else to do it. Um, but at least you could do a pass-fail inspection. So 
make sure you don't buy a lemon, but you're not going to nitpick the seller to death and ask for a lot of stuff. I, I mean, there's a lot you obviously need to look for in buying a house. If there's mold problems, if there's water, just standing water under the house. I mean, there, there's right. a lot of big issues that you need to be aware of, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, and it's just good to have that knowledge. You know, it's one thing to pay something for a house. It's another thing to just buy it blindly and then find out you have a lot of problems after the fact. Again, David Estes with us this morning, and you've been in real estate for how many years now? Uh, we're going on 28 years now. 28 years, so you've seen a lot of changes in the market. I have, and you know, and a lot of people ask me, is it gonna bust again? Yeah. Out of 28 years, there's only ever been one bust in the real estate market. But if you track it, it has always went up. Even with that downturn, if you took it out and still looked at the graph, the prices have went up since then. So in the next few months, while we, and we may see this, but while we may not see houses being sold for fifty, sixty, seventy thousand dollars $70,000 over the asking price, are we going to see the prices start to, I don't know, go down a little bit? Or are they just going to kind of remain where they are? We're just not going to see people pay over asking price. We don't think uh, what's being predicted now is we don't think it's going to, you know, turn down. What we think is going to happen is we're going to basically level off and all the the major people like NAR and CoreLogic, Freddie Mac, all of them are predicting somewhere in between 8 and 10% appreciation for the year versus the mad swings that we've had the last few years where it's been 20 to 40% in some categories of price increasing. So are we still seeing people offering $50,000, $60,000 more than asking price or is that starting to change itself? It's changing a little bit. Um, the houses that are in really good shape and they're really something unique and special and, and someone's painted and put flooring in and they've went that extra step to stage them and make them look you know really nice those are the ones that are still bringing over list price the sellers that have been putting their house on the market and and say hey i'm not going to do anything it is what it is they're starting to see the buyer be a little more choosy so in Rutherford County, what do buyers consider to be unique or unusual, a, a must-have versus every other house? It's uh, a lot of times it's when you walk in and it feels like Chip and Joanna Gaines have been in there and decorated the house. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you walk in and you just have that feeling. Those are the ones that when I walk in and I show one of those, I'm like, okay, this thing's going to have 30 offers. So we got to go strong. So, you know, and if we walk in and it's dated and needs flooring and needs some paint, uh, then that's the ones that everybody kind of, you, when you walk in, you go, yeah, we could, we could probably get this one. Hey, I, I know in years past, people used to not only, you know, spruce up the interior with new paint before they put it on the market, they would also spruce up their landscaping to make sure it looks presentable and hopefully better than the neighbor's house. That was always right. the goal whenever you list it. In today's market, are, are people even focusing on the landscaping, that curb appeal? Well, I mean, just a month or two ago, I would say no. You know, you could have weeds out there and, and mulch that you put five years ago and somebody would still take it. Now we're starting to notice that they really are looking for something to shine. So if you really want to pull those numbers 
and still pull those numbers. You've got it looking sharp. You've got it freshly landscaped. Um, when they roll up to the outside, that curb appeal is everything in their mind. And, and when you have that curb appeal, psychologically it makes people think, this person took care of this house. Whether you took care of that house or not, you may have never changed a, an HVAC filter, but if they roll up and everything's in good and it looks good, they think mentally, they think, oh, this is a well taken care of house. I, I think sometimes buyers forget how expensive things like landscaping can be. It's, it's not cheap to landscape these days. It is not. It's not, and but uh, you know the landscaping, the paint, and the flooring. If you take care of those things, you'll definitely see your return on the money that you spend. And in today's market, are are people looking for swimming pools, or would they rather not have them? Because that used to be one of those things where I'd always hear, you know, people don't want a pool. It's just extra maintenance. It's a it's a problem. But then sometimes I hear quite the opposite oh no a pool's great yeah it's it's i think i mean i don't have hard numbers but i'd say it's about 50 50 if somebody wants a house with a pool that's what they're looking for um i think the numbers have increased probably probably a little over 50 because we have so so many people moving from out of area so if they come from florida or california they kind of expect a pool or want a pool a few years back, we started seeing more and more contractors when they were building new homes, putting in three car garages. And then over the last couple of years, we saw them pull back to where it's now two car garages. And I'm sure that has a lot to do with the cost of land, how the house is gonna sit on the property and how expensive lots are today. But what are we seeing going into this year? Um, I think you're right on the two cars. Uh, we're seeing a lot more two cars. The three car is a good thing for a builder because they can put that third car on there and it doesn't cost them a whole lot of money, but the return is pretty high. So that house is going to appraise for more and sell for more with a three car um, versus the two, and, and the builder is going to squeeze a little bit more profit out of a, a three car. So three car garage is still popular. Maybe we just don't so. see as much, but they're still popular, or are we seeing just as much? Um, there's quite a few neighborhoods. You know, some of the really big houses are doing the three cars now because they, um, they can do like a little shed roof off the side and make a small third car garage, um, and people still kind of gobble that up. Again, David Estes with us this morning. Uh, you've got tons of numbers over there. So what, what else are we seeing in today's market uh, and, and over the last few weeks? Well, a couple of the ones that I brought was uh, the May stats, uh, May 2022, still a seller's market, um, homes for sale. We were at, uh, we were thir up 36% compared to last month. So we've got that many more on, on the market and we're up 31% compared to last year's same time hmm. in May. Um, homes closed were up 3% compared to last month and we're up 4.6 compared to last year. So you can see the sales are still pretty strong. Um, and over the past months, I think the only thing that slowed us up a little bit was we just didn't have anything to sell. So right now, is this considered a, a seller's market or a buyer's market? still definitely a seller's market um, to get to an equilibrium you need about six months of inventory on the market 
and we only have one so uh. we're still way off and even uh, even at the rate builders are bringing new stuff onto the market we can't catch up from the previous demand what about I'll, i want to go back just for a second to first-time home buyers because there are still a lot of first-time home buyers out there or at least those who want to be first-time home buyers moving into rutherford county how does the market look for them are they able to afford that first house and what price range are they looking at uh, around here the first-time home buyer now is probably looking at about four hundred thousand, if they can find it we like i said we have a lot of investment companies that are coming in and buying up everything 500 and under and they're turning them into rentals so a lot of those homes are gone and then a lot of the people that would be selling and moving up that are in that 400 and less range they may start staying put because that interest rate has creeped up to you know five over five now and so they may start staying put because of what they can buy versus what they already have so will a lot of first-time home buyers kind of lean towards the idea of moving into a townhome versus buying an actual single-family home on a residential lot? Yeah, we're seeing a lot more, and I don't have the stats on the townhomes, but we're seeing a lot more townhomes, and that is more of what your first-time home's going to be um, to try to find something that you can get into. It's going to be... Uh, those townhomes or flats and stuff like that. I guess for me, from the outside kind of looking in, I would be, and this is me in the past, I would be hesitant to buy a townhome. They're selling for less than what a single family resident sells for. I would be afraid that whoever's buying the house or the townhome next to me, they wouldn't keep it up the same way that I would, and it would then end up losing value whenever I go to resell it. But if folks are buying townhomes at a, a price point of three hundred to $400,000 each, I'm guessing they're more inclined to make sure they keep that house up, that townhome up, up in good condition so that they can get their money back. Is that the case? I think so. I mean, a lot of them are really nice now. Three hundred to $400,000 townhomes and uh, the restrictions are keeping every, you know, all of the outside is maintained. So you can't really see what they're doing on the inside, but they're maintaining the outside and they've got pretty strict restrictions that keep them from uh, kind of junking up the neighborhood. Of course, you've got HOA-related fees, just like a lot of neighborhoods have these days, but how much do... HOA fees usually go for at, at some of the nicer townhomes. Uh, it's kind of all over the map. I mean, I've seen them around a hundred, all the way up to a couple of hundred. It just depends on the amenities. Does it have a pool, a playground? Um, do you have to take care of anything on the outside versus you don't take care of anything? Of yeah. course, um, the HOA a lot of times will have insurance that covers the outside of the building. And so your insurance is going to be less because you're only covering the inside of the building. Okay, so uh, townhomes a way to go, I guess, for a lot of first-time buyers these days because that $400,000 mark for the first house, that $400,000 price tag, that's not really keeping in line with a lot of, you know, that first job because yeah. I think prices of homes have gone up faster in Rutherford County than the way jobs have increased in pay. 
Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when you look at the within the last year, you know, if prices went up 36%, most people's pay didn't go up 36%. So it's it, they're being squeezed. You know, the first-time buyers and the middle-of-the-road buyers, they're being compressed and, script, and squeezed because – uh, when a lot when a builder goes into a subdivision and they're paying eighty to one hundred and twenty thousand for one lot, a quarter acre lot, and then trying to build a house on it, they can't build a four hundred thousand dollar house. They've got to build six hundred, seven hundred thousand dollar homes. Are we still seeing some properties out there like single family homes with? larger more estate looking lots that are an acre in size or even up to three or four acres in size uh, very rarely in rutherford county are we going to see that it seems like those who have that they usually are the ones who stay there for years and years yeah, yeah they're going to stay or they may even know somebody already that wants their house and they're just kind of waiting to buy it from them when they they sell it but those are those are the real popular those are kind of like unicorns, you know, with the big lots and the big trees. Again, David Esses with us this morning with Parks Realty. We're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we've got more to talk about. And uh, when we do come back, I, I would like to get a better idea of what kind of lots are actually available. Are people still building their own home? Uh, you know, hiring a contractor, going through all of that. Are people still doing that? Is construction less or is it more? than just buying a house that's already in existence and fixing it up. But again, David Estes with us this morning. You're listening to WGNS. If you have any questions for him, feel free to text us those questions, 615-893-1450. Time right now, 842. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Hi, this is Amanda from Animal City, inviting your family to come do business with my family. Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. And as the weather starts to warm, our minds turn to pond season. Here at Animal City, you can find all the supplies you need for a beautiful and serene garden pond. If you're a pet lover, come see us at Animal City. We have 8,000 square feet of pet products and pets for you to enjoy. Come see us at Animal City, 919 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. We'll see a few spotty rain showers possible late this afternoon. Otherwise, a blend of clouds and sunshine develops a high around the mid-80s. Winds out of the southeast to 5 to 10. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 60. Hi, this is Peter Demas with Demas' Restaurants. One of the places I love to eat out the most and still be able to do so and maintain a healthy weight is at Demas's. You can get those options on the menu online at www.demasrestaurants.com. You can make the decisions that you want to make before you come in. We have options ranging from grilled chicken to fish. You can get it with a side of green beans or spinach or even zucchini. Please have your family join our family for lunch or dinner at Demas's. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, and Alexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. 
Good morning. Traffic's still a little bit busy up through the Hickory Hollow area, but it looks better than it did 15, 20 minutes ago on 24 coming out of Rutherford County up through Davidson County. Again, passing Bell Road, Hickory Hollow Parkway. We did have a series of accidents up through there a little bit earlier. There's tons of radar out here this morning. Be careful, especially I-24 in the Manchester area. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, their home of the world-famous cotton candy wine. Check them out at GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're looking for an authentic relationship with financial experts who genuinely care about your unique needs, Capstar Bank is for you. Capstar Bank is dedicated to the people of this community. Capstar Bank wants to help you reach your financial goals. Because at Capstar Bank, you matter to us. Capstar Bank, 2230 Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Boulevard, capstarbank.com, member FDIC, equal housing lender. The Action Line on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Time right now, 8.45. You're listening to WGNS. And in studio with us this morning, David Estes, local real estate agent. And uh, before the break, I mentioned new construction and folks buying a lot and then building on the lot. First of all, it sounds like finding a lot's hard to do to begin with. Yeah, you won't be able to just go out there and buy a lot because when the developers do the subdivisions, they are selling them all to either one builder or maybe they have three or four uh, and then they're just dividing up the lots for all of them. So if the average price of homes that are on the market right now are around what, two to 220, right, right that price figure, what, how much was it again? Uh, 221. Okay, so if it's 221 to buy a house that's listed, that's already built, about how much are folks spending on building a house if they are able to find a lot? Um, it's of course that's going to depend on each neighborhood, um, but we are seeing those. Uh, you know, most of the new subdivisions, you're going to have prices in the <laughs> 700 to 850. Um, because the lots are so expensive so the builders are going in there developer will dole out all the lots to their builders four or five builders and then all of those builders will be building in a range that's around that high the only ones that you see that go in and build less prices than that mostly are going to be like your your local big builders like old south old south you know develops and builds their own their own deal um, so you can still find, you know, four or five hundred up to six hundred in their their neighborhoods. So in Rutherford County, while the market is as hot as it is, is it the same in neighboring counties like Bedford County? Let's say Shelbyville, Bellbuckle, those areas. Is it going to be the same price to buy a new house or to build a house? I think you'll, you know, if you're going to Shelbyville or Cannon or some of the outlying areas it may be it may be a little less but the main thing is you're getting more acreage or bigger lots that's what you know people are going out there for um, you can still buy starter homes around 300 out there probably won't be most of the time it's not going to be new but there'll be more choices um, so we do see people going to those outlying areas and uh, the prices have went up out that way too it's hard to believe the market is what it is today because 
10 years ago, I, I don't know that anybody really forecasted all of this to happen. I mean, because it seems like prices went up in such a short period of time. Yeah, and over the past year, had you told me, you know, five years ago, people were going to be buying houses and they wouldn't care what it appraised for, or they'd be, you know, they'd pay cash, no appraisal, or they'd, you know, guarantee 50, 60, 70,000 over appraisal, I would have told you you were crazy. And now that's the market that we're in. You know, we've seen those kind of markets out in California and places like that where we thought that's crazy. How do people, you know, buy houses in that? Um, and it's kind of worked its way this way. And it's everywhere I go, you know, I always dig into the real estate market and look at it. And this is like a national deal. You know, when we were growing up, and I'm sure you were under this, the same thought process, and that was if you're able to pay your house off in 15 to 30 years, you're doing great. You can pay it off by the time you retire because that's one of your biggest expenses. But today, in today's market, are we seeing, I mean, literally a ton of people who are paying cash for a house so they have no payment? We've had a lot of cash buyers over the past couple of years because they're moving in here from other areas. So they're moving in here and they're, you know, they've sold something. I hate to keep saying California, but they've sold something, you know, they've sold a 1200 square foot house for 1.5 million. And then they've come here and, and bought a pretty good size house for six or 700. So cash is, is good for them. You know, they just write it, you know, write a check, pay off the house. Uh, most people are financing that because because that's a big expense i, I yeah. mean most people they don't have their house paid for until 15 to 30 years later i mean that is that still the norm for the most part i would say i mean we have a good mix of people that have quite a bit down <clears throat> the the last housing crisis that we had you know a lot of people didn't have any skin in the game so they didn't have hardly any down payments and there was other loans that were being done this go around we're not seeing that this go around people are putting quite a bit of money down you know they may have sold a house where they had a big chunk and they put that down on the new house um, so we just don't see that uh, being risky it would be i guess i'm just thinking out loud it would be risky to buy a six seven hundred thousand dollar house and let's say you're age 30 and that's what you're buying seems like that would be risky if you're only putting five to ten percent down on that house because your payment would be outrageous I mean you're talking four thousand five thousand dollars a month in some cases but are those who are in that age group of 30 to 40 are they going into this new house expecting to have to pay four thousand a month and are they okay with it I mean yeah I mean we're selling them every day you know that that's what people are you know are wanting and they're okay with the payments um the uh just lost my train of thought <laughs> it's the add kicking in. yeah it was squirrel um but yeah i mean those payments don't seem to be high to the folks that that are buying those man it it, it just seems scary well i mean if you look at the rents though yeah around the area i mean one bedroom apartment now somewhere 
you know, pretty nice is going to cost you fourteen, fifteen hundred dollars a month. I, I've been surprised. I, I saw some two bedroom, two bathroom apartments that were. Well, it looks like almost the average these days is $1,700 a month for a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. That, that is hard to believe. Yeah, so, I mean, if you're, if you're going to go rent a, if you wanted to rent a house, <clears throat> you're looking at anywhere from $2,200 to $3,000, depending on the size of the house. So, you know, when you add that up and then you look at what it, it of course, I'm a real estate agent, so... I always think it's better to buy because I think over the long term we're going to appreciate. Sure. Um, but man, when when you're talking three, four, five thousand dollars a month, that's a huge chunk out of a family's income to have to give up each month, even though they are buying as opposed to renting. That is just a lot of money to to swallow. Yeah, yeah, it can be. Um, they definitely want to make sure that they've budgeted for it and they're they know you know going in i mean that's a long-term payment what what are some of the higher priced homes in rutherford county and what do they come with and and how high of a price do they have i don't sell a whole lot of those <laughs> <laughs> um but i mean i am seeing you know 800 900 to a million dollar homes and uh 800 really doesn't buy you as much as it used to you know i mean you're talking 3500 square foot maybe a three-car garage um kind of decked out with all the nice finishes and everything covered porches i mean that's that's about 800 to 850,000 now now i've I've seen some houses listed on different real estate websites that were the asking price was around 1.3 million with three or four acres and then the house itself 3,500 to 3,800 square feet. And I just, I look at that and I just have to wonder, are they really going to get that? Or are they just wishful thinking and they're just like, well, just for the heck of it, let's list it for 1.3 and see what happens. Yeah. And I didn't pull the stats on that high of a price, but I mean, I do watch the market all the time and they're, they're selling for that. Wow. I mean, there's people coming in here and buying 1.2, 1.5, 1.7, you know, in this market and we're just we're just not accustomed to it in in this county but is it those extra acres that attracts them um some will be some you know the houses may just be bigger um the lots will be a little bigger but uh, sometimes they're just 4500 to 5000 square foot homes which is in the millions oh yeah i i mean at one point in murphy's bro you didn't used to see a whole lot of 4,500 square foot homes, but there's so many of them now, it seems like. Yeah, you, our normal or our average, you know, years ago was around 220,000. Um, the price I remember, tag, 220? Right. And then I remember, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago, I mean, that was what, 150 to 170? Yeah. And it's climbed within the last 10 years from 170 to 400,000. Man. So, so in places like Christiana, Walter Hill, Las Casas, are, are the prices out that direction or those directions, are they going up just as fast? And are, are people gravitating some of, towards some of those because the lots are bigger? Yeah, I mean, outskirt areas, everything's selling. So if it's got Rutherford County on it, it's selling. 
And people do like that extra size of yard, I guess. Yeah. And chances are good. If they're coming from somewhere like California, New York, they're not used to being able to buy those types of houses with three or four acres. Right. Well, and even in the county, I mean, you're not seeing um, the lot sizes are not that big unless it was built long ago because now they can go into the county and put a step system in and they can squeeze just as many houses out in the county in the neighborhood as they can uh, in a city on sewer. Yeah, it used to be you would see a lot of houses on five acres out in the county. You know, it seemed like five acres was that range that everybody was content with. You know, it's not too big to mow, not too big to take care of, but you have a lot of space. Now, I've seen a lot that just have one acre. Yeah, and it's really popular, you know, and and kind of what I've seen is a lot of people in Rutherford County are moving, you know, the natives are moving out further and getting a bigger chunk of land uh, when they make their upgrade or their sale. So they may sell 400 to 500 in Rutherford County so they can move to like Cannon County and get on five acres. Um, and you know, five acres with a 2,600 square foot house out in Cannon County now is gonna cost you, I mean, they're selling for 600 to 700,000. And I know that houses may be a little less expensive if you, you know, let's say buy in Las Casas or Christiana or Rockville, but then you go to Eagleville and it's like you're going into a totally different community because the houses there are selling for the same that they're selling in the city limits of Murfreesboro. Yeah, things have gotten expensive in Eagleville. Um, I think a lot of that has to do with the proximity that you can get to Nashville and that's Williamson. Right, I mean, it's just, right there. Yeah, I mean, it's just right there. So instead of going toward, you know, Williamson County, you can turn right there and go to Eagleville, and it's it's really booming out there. We just closed on one not too long ago in a, a really nice uh, old south subdivision, and it was close to 600 and uh, three-car garage. Seems like that Eagleville area is a really desirable area, but it almost also seems like things are not being built as quickly as people want to move to Eagleville. Well, and that just goes back again to to the developments and the builders and we can't catch up to the demand. Um, we're just so under supplied right now. And then, you know, when they start a new subdivision trying to plan for it and I mean, it'll take them a couple of years to get that through planning and uh, engineering and, and all of that it takes to get a development done. I mean, it's it takes them a couple of years. So it just, uh, it's hard to catch up. I don't know if we'll, we'll ever catch up to that demand. Again, David Estes has been with us this morning and we got like 30 seconds left, but do you foresee, I don't know, Las Casas being the next big area to see more development or is it going to be Rockville? Where, where are you going to, more than likely see this next larger growth period take place um everywhere <laughs> everywhere <laughs> yeah i mean last Casas is is a sought after area um, every outskirt in rutherford county is busting at the seams again david estes with us this morning with parks realty and you are at the smyrna parks office right i am we operate mostly out of murfreesboro but we are out of the smyrna office sounds good well david thank you for joining us this morning thank you 
Time right now, 9 o'clock. You're listening to WGNS Murphy's Bro. And coming up next, we have local news with Ron Jordan. So stay with us.